hello. Uh, speaking to the mic real quick. Hello. Okay, you're there. We're live. We're live and we're well. Uh, I have a co-host today. Uh, this is not just Nico's review show now. This is, I guess, Nico and Davis's review show. Introduce yourself, Davis. Hi, everyone. I'm Davis. I'm a student at Riston College and a little bit of a film geek or film buff, mm-hmm. as Very they good. call them. Very good. And I'm glad to be here. That's good. Let's let me let me look at you while we while we talk. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah for sure. Um, so yeah, Davis, I I just came up to him one day in the hallway because he had a camera and a tripod, and I was like, "What's up?" And he told me what, what his deal was, and then I talked told him about the podcast, and he was like, "Can I be a part of it?" And I was like, "Of course," because I I, I it's really lonely talking here all the time myself. So yeah, thank you, Davis. Oh yeah, it's it's great to meet somebody who's um as enthusiastic about movies and mm-hmm. just doesn't look at it as just a, a pastime. And, yeah. you know, it's it's fun to always talk about them. I don't also have too many friends around me that are as interested in film as mm-hmm. I am. So it's always fun to, you know, talk about things. And I'm glad I met you in that hallway. Yeah, yeah. It was by chance because I'd never go that route. So, yeah, that's good. Um, but, yeah, we've only talked twice before. Let's hope this goes well. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I'll introduce the movie. Yeah. Um, you introduce it, actually. What, what's the name of the movie yeah. we're talking about today? Today, we, we, we'll be talking about Malignant, a movie directed by James Wan. came out September 10th, which was my birthday, interestingly. Nice. Happy birthday. How old did you? 22. 22? You're that old? Jeez. Yeah, that old. <laughs> oh, that my God. Old. I am that old. <laughs> yeah. It's embarrassing. Well, nice. I was supposed to have left here in the summer, but classes that, got canceled. That's all right. COVID. That's all right. It's all right. Um, so yeah, Malignant, yeah, directed by James Wan. It's starring someone I've never heard before, Annabelle Wallace. Annabelle Wallace, married to uh, Chris Pratt. Um, I know her from uh, Peaky Blinders, and she was also in The Mummy. Um, oh, I never were, saw that. Yeah. <laughs> the Mummy. <laughs> it's it's kind of interesting because she's in uh, she's in a really bad wig. So it's in, in the know, mummy in, in, oh, no, nice. in that movie in Malignant. So, oh, Malignant. Okay, yeah, she's wearing a. She, usually, she's blonde. Yeah. And uh, she's just one of those uh, actresses who looks uh, more expressive when she's blonde. So, okay. yeah, it was kind of hard for me to, to, to place her out because of that, you know, that really bad wig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Malignant yeah. is about. Um, so this is just the synopsis from Letterboxd. Um, Madison is paralyzed by shocking visions of grizzly. Grizzly murders and her torment worsens as she discovers that these waking dreams are in fact terrifying realities. So um, let's uh, let's get your thoughts first, Davis. What do you think? Just general. Th- oh, by the way, spoiler alert. Spoiler oh yeah, spoiler. spoiler warning for anybody who hasn't seen the movie. It's currently showing on HBO Max or at select theaters near you. I don't know how long the release um, schedule is going to go on no, for. Cool, yeah. Not. I don't think it's going to be that long since it got a day and day release. Mm-hmm. But. Um, the movie, in my opinion, was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I don't like it either. I, I, it, was, it was bad. It was, it was one of those movies where I, I, I was just so tonally. It, it's just it goes from this almost, um, you know, the first, you know, the opening credits and like the the first uh, five to ten minutes. It looks like a, a Blair Witch esque. Mm-hmm meets Stranger Things, something, and it's super yeah. serious in tone. The tone, and then, the, the, the font is even like Stranger Things, isn't yeah. it? Of like the, the title, yeah. And then it transforms into this weird, you know, um, uh, domestic, you know, like abuse 
whatever yeah. and then it transforms into a detective whatever with that you know the that handsome you know detective guy and then struggling yeah, actress very handsome then, guy very yeah, very handsome then it's a horror then it turns yeah. into an action movie the movie was yeah. just like it was just all over the place yeah no i didn't quite think it's like like bad i know i know you're i think i know you're writing already don't say yeah that's, we're saving that to the end but um i think i you liked it less than me but yeah i don't think it's very good i think it's very I think it has so much that is so generic and so like typical James Wan, like conjuring sort of like it's very run of the mill and James Wan sort of thing. But then it kind of gets to like this point where it's like, okay, I could kind of get behind this craziness, right? Kind of get behind this, but it doesn't quite go there. So it just kind of stays in this middle ground of like, okay, it's just another James Wan movie, you know? And I think a lot of people like it because they enjoy that. It's so weird and different, you know, and I, that's fine. But um, I don't know. It, it just it, it didn't it it didn't feel that different to me, other than like the ending. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, yeah, it's interesting that you know when James Wan was making this movie, for me, it felt like he was trying to very much subvert the expectations. He's trolling the audience essentially. <laughs> yeah, it it did feel like that at times because it it felt like he he knew what the audience's expectation of a James Wan movie yeah you know is and so he was trying to um i i I look at this as almost like a a poor man's um invisible man really yeah because invisible man more so it it, it's almost like a it's like a it starts out like a horror movie but it turns into it's more of a it it focuses more on abuse so it's almost like a drama with horror elements right we've seen that become more popular with films like Hereditary and um, what's that other, uh, Get Out. Yeah. The work that Jordan Peele does, whereby they are horror-esque, but they have, they call them uh, social thrillers, right? Mm -hmm. So James Wan was, I think he was trying to do something like that, whereby it had horror elements, but it's almost this psychological, you know, movie with, you know, action elements and a lot of the, um, I will say though, I, you know, regardless of the story, I still think technically this movie is, you know, like it, really good. The some of the camera work, you know, oh yeah, he's really he likes slick. his wide angles and stuff. His he really wide likes angles, that. Yeah. his perspective shots. There's a shot in the movie where um, Annabelle Wallace is sitting in the living room, right? And so, no, not Annabelle Wallace, her husband in the sure. opening credits of the movie, sitting in the living room. Yeah, and he hears something, and the camera is on his right. And then when, as he turns, it does almost this perspective shift and shows, yeah. it opens up the room. And that's what you were talking about, the wide angle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. shots and like some of the aerial shots in the house and, you know, <clears throat> them moving around. It Technically, the performances like... They're pretty good, yeah. Yeah, the, the third act, like the, the physical, you know, a lot of the, mm-hmm. the choreography was all well done. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it didn't do enough for me because even the house, they show a lot of you know shots we're gonna of get the to the house. house a bit more yeah and, you know all that stuff and you're just like come on man yeah um, the house from the outside it looks like so like we see we don't really see much of the neighborhood they're in but mm-hmm. like you see the house beside it it looks like a normal suburban house and then mm-hmm. the house that the main character is like this tall like victorian era house and then we get in and it's like so much bigger than yeah. what it looks like on the outside yeah, it's, it's like a haunted house you know it's really funny yeah it's 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 almost like he's like you said he's trolling the audience yeah 
you know, he thinks people don't understand square footage. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the house is way smaller on the outside. And, you know, what what makes the movie kind of strange is that they they show so many establishing shots mm-hmm. of the house. Yeah. So many of them so to kind many. of like drive drive it home. It's almost like it's holding the audience's hand and saying, look, she's home. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, and she walks around the house and it's this huge, almost, you know, it's like a mansion. Inside, that living room was like, that was living like room I've was, never seen anything like yeah, it. <laughs> it was huge. Yeah. It um, was huge. I mean, the attic itself, mm-hmm. you know, would be <laughs> yeah, the same size, you know, of that house, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, no, Um, I got, uh, I'll just go to like some notes here. The Well, okay, well, I guess we should tell people like if they don't care about spoilers, like the big reveal. It's revealed at the end that um, she has a parasitic twin on the back of her head, na- head named Gabriel, who controls her sometimes and mm-hmm. kills people. And so that was pretty funny. Well, yeah, I, you know, to just elaborate on you know parasitic twin. Sure. So she was, um, she had a, she was a conjoined twin. So she was mm-hmm. born with somebody, and you know that that's you know. Um, so she was born with this other person, but it's on her back. Usually, sometimes it's to the yeah, to, to the, the side, side that you have. Um, your twin when the uh, embryos don't split up, mm-hmm. but she had this on her back, and they kind of shared this th- their brain or something or a lot of their organs. So yeah, um, her uh, parasitic twin, who's called Gabriel, mm-hmm. um, relies on on her for you know to function, right? So yeah. her she he uses a lot of her organs and and all that to to kind of like um, so she was uh you know the 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 main protagonist was um was uh uh born a result was yeah. born mm-hmm. as a result of a teenage pregnancy and so yes, her mom right. gave her away to to these doctors mm-hmm. who were in the most generic hospital you you'll ever see it's on the side of a cliff. no yeah i want to get to that yeah it's like this like <laughs> haunt like spooky man like yeah. hospital thing from like a like a video game it's, it's really almost funny. like somebody watched the shining and said <laughs> we're gonna do that but with a hospital it's so car- no but that's that's the thing that the very first shot was that, that hospital at the side of the hill. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm on board, I think. Because yeah. it was very cheesy. It was very weird. I was like, okay. But the rest of the movie, the tone was just the tone is, yeah. generic, conjuring, James Wan affair. Affair. I mean, I'm not a fair. But yeah, like yeah. It's, it's... Yeah, but yeah, go ahead about the... So yeah, she's, uh, she has this, uh, you know, twin on her back. And then, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing all sorts of treatment and they're trying to, to help her. But it's almost like... Uh, it is that they're fighting for control of her body and her mind, and yeah. so when they're they doing, they cut off the body, they cut of off the Gabriel, but Gabriel. The head had stayed on there because yeah. they didn't want to affect their brain. Yeah, they couldn't cut the head off because it was attached to her brain, and so mm. they kind of just, um, which is I don't think is medically accurate. They just pushed <laughs> his brain. Yeah, they pushed the head into the yeah, back of her head. They just pushed Gabriel's head into the back of her brain and sealed it they, up. Yeah, they covered it up. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, really funny. So you cut to 10, 15 years later. They don't even, I don't even think they show us how much time has gone by. No, but um, she's, she's definitely married and she's pregnant and um, she is in an abusive marriage. And one with day the, they're fighting. With the guy from Percy Jackson. Oh, that's the bad guy from Brazil. I thought Jackson. that was Shaggy from Scooby Doo. No, 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 no. <laughs> Different guy. I think he's much older now. Yeah, he's <laughs> much older than that. Yeah. yeah. So that guy um, slams her against the wall and they're arguing mm-hmm. over nothing, might I add. And then yeah. um, it kind of fractures the back of her skull. Yeah. And so that magically awakens Gabriel. And nope. mind you, at this point, it's already been established that um, Gabriel has some sort of supernatural power. 
Yeah, we don't we don't, don't figure even... out though that we don't figure out that it was awakened because of that head trauma thing. Yeah. We figure that out until later. We find out in like the third act, which yeah. I thought was really funny because like that seems so inconsequential. And I want to actually, I want to get to that. Like, why didn't she go to the doctor? Because her head was bleeding. Yeah, her head it was, was bleeding, bleeding yeah. so bad, leaving yeah. trails on like the wall and stuff. Like, why didn't she go to a doctor? Isn't she a doctor? Didn't they say? I think. Yeah, she is a nurse. So, <laughs> like, with her uh, medical training, mm-hmm. you know, she'd have you know some sort of you know clue into you know let me uh, get to the hospital. <laughs> she just stayed. She just stayed yeah. there, and uh, you know it, it's very interesting. Uh, you know. When you know, because so the movie uses a lot of CGI and special effects to kind mm-hmm. of um, show how she fights for control over her body and mind with Gabriel, right? So usually, when Gabriel takes over, you know her, you know her mind, mm-hmm. it changes perspective, and it's almost like she's witnessing, she's watching this movie, yeah, from like th- from from third point yeah, of view, from, yeah, 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 as a third person, mm-hmm. and so you know Gabriel is committing all these murders, and you know she goes down to the police, which <laughs> which is another story, oh yeah, own. just the, the the cops and you know yeah. how 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 that works, but yeah, it it's um it's a very uh interesting interesting you know di- you know dynamic i feel mm-hmm. like one of the the areas that um it, it fell short for me was her sister yeah she was nothing she was like her sister yeah. is almost like a low budget florence Pugh. <laughs> and that's what i thought yeah i thought she looked low, just like but her she yeah. is an awful actress not not yeah. an awful actress but she gives she's, a terrible she's pretty like performance yeah. cringeworthy stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know there's a scene where she climbs through the window to check if her sister's okay and she's like her dialogue of uh-huh. asking she's breathing and she's like are you okay yeah but i'm, I'm telling you that, that's that's a that's a typical james <laughs> wan performance though it really is isn't it it's a very typical James Wan like thing I, have you seen saw have you seen have i've you seen, seen saw yeah, like a very... i've seen saw but saw is like a low budget movie sure Mm-hmm. So we give it, and it, you know, it's a lot of traps and yeah, situational, yeah. you know, tension and stuff like that. I've only seen The Conjuring, so I can't speak to all of James Wan's okay, work. The Conjuring sure. and Aquaman, uh, which, <laughs> yeah. man, the the kid who plays the young Jason Momoa, some yep. of his lines are also terrible. So the dialogue there is, but she was just, the scene where she's saying that Gabriel has been feeding on your fetuses. That's the best part. <laughs> That's the best. I, I love That's that. That's the most <laughs> awful Awful, and this is where I don't agree with people who say, um, you know, that they enjoy the movie, right? So the movie sure. has a big twist in the third act, but if you go back, the buildup isn't as clean as what you'd expect from traditional, Mm-mm. you know, mystery movies, right? So no. you go back, there are a lot of, like, there are a lot, there's a lot of situational stuff happening, like, in the plot. Like, there's a scene where the main protagonist is in a jail cell. And for some reason, everybody looks like they got out of a 1970s yeah, disco. Yeah, that was so weird. There's that lady with the afro and like the and like the 70s thing. I was like, what? She's just there. She's just there. <laughs> and usually when, you know, when you go to, you know, um, it's kind of a cliche in movies. Like these people are in, um, they're in a police station and they're mm-hmm. in, you know, there are people who are just, they've just been detained there. So... They're they're probably awaiting processing or something, but for some reason in there, everybody is just mean. You know, just yeah. like everybody just wants to gang up on her, which I don't think is realistic. Yeah, People have different things that they're thinking about. 
Yeah, because like I, they're they're saying how like she's like this like privileged white girl, or whatever. But I was like, there's like other like people that look like I don't know how to say it, but like n- like normal. Normal. They just, yeah, like because like there was that lady with the weird seventies getup. There's the lady who was like more punk rock, I guess. Other than that, everyone else looked like regular citizens. You know what I mean? So like, they why are they all, picking on her? Yeah, but yeah. they were all ganging up on her. I mm-hmm. get it if one or two or three people, but a whole a whole cell of people mm-hmm. just coming up to. And you know, and that that was an unusually large jail cell for you it's know, big, uh, yeah. you know, it was very big, and the cops were nowhere near it. It wasn't mm-hmm. until everybody in there got murdered. Yeah, I was like, they're taking so long to get here. Yeah, yeah. usually <laughs> the cops. There's usually a cop. You and know, it's just right one cop to too. It's one cop. <laughs> so yeah. you know, until they get into this big, you know, third act, <clears throat> you know, action scene, and so I, I was just like, man, the twist it. it it did catch me off guard. I didn't see that coming, but it, it it didn't it didn't um it didn't satisfy you know you know what I was expecting yeah. from from you know the was, payoff wasn't as good and the, the was, build up to that wasn't wasn't as good. I gotta admit though, I did like the even though that jail cell seems really stupid. I I did really enjoy the uh, the reveal once like her head opened up and yeah, like the face. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was kind of yeah. cool and it was kind of yeah. like. It did kind of show that kind of like uh, that tribute to like old cheesy '90s horror. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, no, I see it in that scene. But then, yeah, and then the action was like, all right, it was it was kind of cool, and it was like, okay, I'm kind of getting behind this. But but then it just, I don't know, it, it kind of fizzled out eventually, and it was like back to the typical well because generic thing. The the emotional impact you you don't get to sit with that as a viewer the same way, um, you know the when her sister. And her mom find out that, you know, she has this parasitic twin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have this shock, which is poorly acted, by the way. And then I love it. I loved it. <laughs> it's just so strange. And yeah. then all of a sudden it cuts and becomes this John Wick gangster movie. And he's she's just mowing down. I, I felt more Matrix. Yeah, I like, felt more Matrix. It's like the opening scene. Uh, a lot of the choreography and camera work is like um, Aquaman. The opening scene with Nicole Kidman, yeah, she's just taking yeah, down yeah, yeah. a bunch of those those goons. So it was really well choreographed, and the way she kind of like uh, you know reverts her body, she kind of yeah. twists it. It looked really funny, but it, it, it was it was really all right. Funny, but it was, it was all right. <laughs> like her movement, that was you know an excellent performance yeah. from you know I don't know who they hire. Like you know how like Guillermo del Toro has the the guy who does all the prosthetics mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. know acts like operates all his monsters. So yeah, that, yeah. that was that was pretty fun. But it turned into this, and she's just mowing down all those cops. Yeah, no, and it was it was really entertaining. It, it did it like you said. You mentioned Invisible Man. It was kind of like that hospital yeah, hallway, hallway scene. scene also, yeah. I feel like everything's I don't know because I recently watched the original Candyman, mm-hmm. and I was like, I feel like a lot of movies are just gonna rip that off because you know have you seen the original Candyman? no, no. It, there's this um scene where like the main character gets like wrongly like convicted of something and she goes to the hospital and like she escapes or whatever mm-hmm. invisible man kind of takes that you know she goes to the mental hospital but there's like a full-on action scene you know mm-hmm. instead and in this one it's like instead of a hospital it's like a jail cell you know mm-hmm. it's like i feel like yeah, people are just gonna keep taking from the, the original candy man so yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think you know that that's the best way to do it. We've seen it in the last few years with us, Get Out, Invisible mm-hmm. Man, Hereditary, whereby they have horror elements, but I feel like you know because I, I I watched um you know the original Texas Chainsaw, that's a good uh, one, yeah. whatever, and the, a lot of the violence and all you know is is very suggestive, right? So mm-hmm. even in Invisible Man, 
it's very suggestive. If, you know, people don't, I don't think people notice this enough, but in reality, Lee Winnell is just filming an empty room, mm -hmm. but he's building tension. Yeah. He's filming, and, and when you get that payoff of the big, you know, the big action scene, and, like, the camera movement is amazing. Where, I love you know, it. They're yeah. twisting, and they're, you it's know, like very mechanical. Yeah, like it's it stops, very mechanical. Like, yeah, it's got that point of view. It's like you know <coughs> when when you know when the uh, when the main character turns. It's like the camera moves with mm -hmm. them, so you have that point of view, which is it's excellently shot. Mm -hmm. But that payoff is much more emotionally impactful, and you're worried for the protagonist as opposed to uh, this. And then it goes into that generic. You know, whenever there is a situation of mind control where it's somebody who you care about mm -hmm. yelling something emotional like, oh, you can do it. <laughs> Fight. Get it out. And then you start in your mind, you do some Matrix thing and then, yeah. you know, you, you have full control over your body again. I, I do like, though, that it kind of ended on a sweet note. I don't really see many horror movies on a sweet note. That's something different, I yeah. guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was it. it was glorious. <laughs> yeah no oh yeah it was and that's like the one thing i liked about it it yeah. was like that's something you know because yeah. the movie isn't scary at yeah, all it's not scary. i can't see anyone being scared by this movie yeah. unless unless i guess that that the visual of like the face on the yeah. back other than yeah. that like i can't I really mean, see anyone the predator is scary because i rewatched the predator oh too. yeah like when yeah. they're in the jungle and there's all sure. these dead bodies yeah, it's yeah. still an action movie but with almost this grotesque horror element to it's it. definitely on purpose yeah, yeah. I, I feel like this is that where you can watch it and go i mean i would recommend that people you know well this is a spoiler review but eating yeah. while watching this movie isn't great mm -hmm. but you know you, you can do it i i wouldn't you know you and they don't do close-ups with a lot of the gore which mm -hmm. i've noticed because you know typical james wan fashion yeah i do like the um trophy being slammed oh, to yeah. the girl i was yeah. like okay that's that's intense that's yeah. crazy but, but like, they don't they don't do it like uh you know when i was watching um uh texas chainsaw mm -hmm. whenever a character falls on the ground or even the saw movies when you fall on the ground you fall and then you see like a dead body up sure, close and sure. so it catches you off guard mm -hmm. but when it's wide um it just you're seeing the whole room and so when you know the gabriel is just Know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, smashing the with, trophy with yeah. the trophy. Yeah, it's it's not as as gory as you sure, know, as yeah. Is. But you know, for some reason, you know, as as usual, I feel like the studio gave him a lot of creative control because the Aquaman you know, he, clout, and he makes him he makes him a lot of money. I yeah, mean, true. Aquaman made a billion dollars. You know, the Conjuring <laughs> movies—they're yeah. cheap to make, and then they mm -hmm. make a lot of money. So, I, you know, I get that. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I can't fault anybody who yeah. enjoyed it for sure. No, and it's like I get it. I just. It, it there needed to be more camp, mm -hmm. you know. But actually, I just realized Furious Seven also made a billion, and he directed that. Oh, As, yeah, I, I just I, I that. just realized yeah. that. <laughs> I just, yeah, he's he, yeah he really does rank in the yeah. big butts, I guess. But that's all by yeah. chance, though. I feel because people watch Furious Seven because Paul Walker died, right? And he just happened to be attached to yeah, it. Yeah, he just yeah. And then with Aquaman, people like Jason Momoa, so people watch. You know, I feel like no uh, one really watches movies for him. You know what I mean? I would give him more credit for. Aquaman. Um, a lot of that, you know, the the opening action scene. Oh like yeah, it's directed and, well. Yeah, and you know, it's it's directed well. I still didn't enjoy Aquaman. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a very by the numbers average. Um, mm -hmm. But it did. Feel, I kind of hated it to be honest. Yeah, it <laughs> did feel it did feel um, different from the the DC movies that sure. were coming out that year. I think Birds mm -hmm. of Prey came out that year, didn't it? Uh no, it came out later, like a year later. A, a year yeah. later, yeah. It was different from I think was it uh, Shazam that came out that year too, or was it, it came out the same year as Birds of Prey? Yeah. Birds of Prey. 
Yeah. Oh, Shazam did come out yeah, at the same Shazam. time. Yeah, Shazam. Okay. 2019, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Aquaman was 2018. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. it made a billion dollars. It made a billion. It's, yeah. I feel like The Conjuring is his best work. Um, and so the Saw movies, you know. Yeah. Even but, I, I'd agree that Conjuring is, but I still don't really like it much. I think it's like okay, you know. Y- yeah. Yeah. I, I I could say that. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of James Wan. I'm not the most familiar with his work. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know it. It was, uh, it was interesting to see the reaction because, you know, a lot of people did enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot. You know, I, you know, uh, you know, to a lesser extent. But, yeah, I, I still, there are still elements that I liked of it. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, he was paying uh, homage to the uh, original, you know, to the classic horror movies. But he's too... He's too technical a director. Probably it, like it, too slick is a good word. Slick. Yeah, yeah, too slick. Too slick. Yeah. It's too, you know, it's too clean a lot of the camera movement that, mm-hmm. you know, we've we've been trained to expect certain cues mm-hmm. from horror movies. And he subverts that, which makes the movie entirely different. And um, it's interesting, this movie, so there's a forensic, um, a forensic scientist or analyst, is, is that what they call them? You know, the people who work with, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. She, she was working forensics and... That character is actually his wife. His yeah, I heard about married. that. Yeah, she's a co-writer in the movie. Interesting. Yeah, so she yeah. came up. I think they both came up with the concept, mm-hmm. and then you know, I think they hired somebody to kind of execute, you know, the screenplay. Sure. Um, but it it does definitely feel like a couple of notes that you talk about with somebody at dinner. Mm-hmm. This need, yeah, this movie just needed it. Just needed way more camp. You know, mm-hmm. it, it it needed less of the slickness. Needed yeah. less of all that. Make it. It could even be high budget. Just make it super over the top. Make it don't have it be just normal, mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere have like a Matrix style action scene. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you spe- think it should have been a limited series? It could have been a limited series to kind of maybe build a shorter up. movie. How about that? Like ninety minutes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that would be a little yeah, better. Yeah, to be honest, out, cut out that uh, her sister uh, Annabelle Wallace's the yeah. actress who plays it. She was. Awful. Yeah, she yeah she really did remind me of Florence Pugh too. I yeah, was like, she looked like a, a yeah. She was a low like a you know like a low, a discount Florence mm-hmm. Pugh. Yeah, kind of um, like how Aaron Taylor Johnson is like discount Channing Tatum yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, or um, what's what's his name? He was in Upgrade, another Leigh Whannell movie that is. Oh really, yeah, like really he, he was, he's like discount Tom Hardy. Yeah, right? yeah. They yeah, call yeah. him Diet Tom Hardy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she she was you know, and mm-hmm. those guys, some of them are good actors, like um, uh, Logan Marshall Green. They call him Diet Tom Hardy, but he's mm-hmm. actually a good actor. Has yeah. been in a couple of stuff, but uh, you know she was she was just not great. Yeah, no, I, I uh, the only acting I thought was good was from like a lot of the main, ca- like I thought the detective was fine, Diana Bell Wallace was fine. Actually, I think she's actually really good to be honest for what she was given. Yeah, she doesn't do much, honestly. I think no, but I think like the emotional scenes, like okay, I buy this. Yeah, you know, like yeah, the crying she's, she's scenes and stuff. Act- yeah, she's a good actor. Because I, I was like, this is too good for this movie. I think it's not even like great. I just mm-hmm. think like for this movie, it's just too good. You know yeah. what I mean? But she's um, a good actress. She doesn't yeah. do much because a lot of a lot of it is she's almost bearing witness, mm-hmm. like an audience member. So it's, a lot of just a lot times, of like. Wide-eyed, wide-eyed, their visions. She's seeing mm-hmm. all these murders. She's, you know, reporting things to the police. And her performance, um, I guess, I wasn't too blown away because, yeah, I've seen her and stuff, and she's really good. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. So you know, but while we're on subverting expectations, there's this this really quick scene that I thought was kind of cool because there's that scene where Detective Man was uh, chasing down uh, Gabriel. Right? Remember? 
and the, and remember that <laughs> yeah, in, in the apartment that. and like and like he and Gabriel was like climbing down the yeah, fire escapes. Yeah. I really liked. Okay, okay, it's it's weird to like this, but like, you know how like in in movies. Uh, whenever someone falls into a dumpster, it's open and he falls into the trash bag yeah. and he's fine. I like that in this one, the lid was closed and he just fell on top of the lid and it really hurt him. I, I just thought that was interesting. That was like a cool little subversion there, you know? Yeah. That was um, a pretty strong lid because usually those lids are plastic. It's surprising oh, yeah. that he just bounced off and onto the floor. But it's, it, that sound, though, it was brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. Uh, I, mean, you know? I mean, it's even incredible that he caught up to uh, to that, to that whatever. I'm not chasing that thing down. <laughs> yeah. Into, yeah. Yeah, I'm call- and he didn't call for backup. Oh, he did, he did. So when he, he did, was but on it's a floor, movie, so he, yeah. <laughs> but it was still, you know, it was it was a well shot um, sequence. You know, them running through you yeah, know, the streets good. and it's just not scary. The, it's like an action scene, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's actually pretty clever how they used. Um, so, um, I don't know what the main protagonist. Is. So we'll just An- Annabelle Wallace. <laughs> yeah, her. Um, her, I think Emily is her real name. Okay. Uh, Maddie. Maddie. Maddie, that's the name she was given. Yeah. So she, um, her mom works inside this, um, you know, uh, prohibition era underground town. Like, so she does tours for this, right. you know, yeah. um, old ghost town, and it's underground, and mm-hmm. it's a little bit run down. So they renovated certain parts of it for tourists, and she runs that. Sure. But when she gets captured by Gabriel. Um, Gabriel was kind of like, you know, he was, they brought that back later in there because mm-hmm. that was a place they were running through. Right. So when, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that little Seattle town. Yeah. That was, I, I think it's Seattle. Is it Seattle? Yeah. They had like that big building, that like white, okay, like building. Okay, yeah. I'm pretty okay, sure. So yeah. yeah. Cause I remember the, uh, them saying it was Seattle mm-hmm. doing a tour and that was like a lot of the, uh, mm-hmm. for some reason people moved out of there and it just became a ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, it's underground. So when he was running through those, like the point of view shots and like, sure. because the body is like backwards. So she kind of like, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, it's really silly looking. Though. It's, silly, <laughs> it's silly because, you know, and usually in, in these horror thrillers, they take a lot of time to explain how supernatural powers work. So mm-hmm. like when you watch aliens, you understand how the alien or the xenomorph works. Right. So, It'll mm-hmm. hop onto your face, have an incubation period yeah. where it inserts the little alien that it will grow up, you know, it will gestate, mm-hmm. burst out. And then we understand how it works. Yeah. But with this, it's almost like as the plot moves along, Gabriel just has enough powers to get him. So mm-hmm. when he wants to make a call, he can magically control electronics radio frequencies yeah like that's how he communicates for some reason yeah, he communicates for, to like to like telecommunication or something uh, okay so yeah so like when mm-hmm. whenever like he has to do something the plot will magically give him it's almost like the Mar- marvel movies right mm-hmm. it's yeah because like, cause like he, he uses her body to like be a superhero essentially yeah. so like even that's like because he's he's breaking her bones mm-hmm. to kind of turn into Gabriel, yeah she's right? fine but she's fine yeah afterwards yeah and like he can magically heal like he can close her skull and heal the uh you know the whatever at the back of her head mm-hmm. to a certain extent there's still a little wound so mm-hmm. whenever she touches it there's blood it's, yeah she it's never goes know, to the doctor for yeah <laughs> she, you know super strength and and all that other stuff and mm-hmm. so I, I didn't really get you know whereas like you know you watch invisible man you know mm-hmm. he turns invisible sure. and so whenever 
whenever the main protagonist is inside, you know, is in a tough situation, we feel that tension because mm-hmm. we understand clearly, okay, we can't see this guy. We just heard something drop in the hallway. Mm-hmm. This is going to be, you know. Yeah, and then and then for this, yeah, and like I I I don't get really how that makes sense how like she can see herself do that. You know like that third that third person POV mm-hmm. made no sense cuz like wait, her her head is like the other way you know what i mean how can she see herself how yeah. can she see gabriel in front of her if yeah. she, if she's that you know what i mean so that was weird yeah, and yeah. yeah and um i just want to say one more thing really quick it's so it's so miscellaneous it doesn't really matter about this movie however i gotta talk about it it's uh the use of where is my mind mm. um okay okay so we're, we're okay so the i've heard that song before that specific version of that song mm-hmm. it's a trailer it's like it's 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 a song for, that's supposed to be used for a trailer, you know. The, you know the, you know you look up trailer music to use for a trailer, you know, and you look up and it's like they give you a bunch of options. Mm-hmm. That's one of those. And I saw it a long time ago using like an edit for like the Joker or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like you can tell like when you listen to the song because there's like certain beats where it sounds like it's supposed to be for a trailer. It goes like mm-hmm. boom 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 like it got, sounds like it's supposed to be for that. So when it started playing, I started laughing because I knew what that song was. Yeah, so and I knew that beat. the purpose was for it to be used in a movie trailer yeah. for like an epic sort of action thing or whatever. Yeah. So it started playing and it sounded like a, like a parody. You know, like the like that um, that SNL sketch uh, where it was like, what you say? When he shoots the gun and it's like, mm, what you say? You know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it reminded me of yeah. when Where's My Mind started playing at, at like random points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, get that. Like, like when she fell through the attic, and then yeah, <laughs> just yeah, like, it's just yeah. The, yeah. I, I did find the a lot of the musical choices distracting because mm-hmm. sometimes the music would still be playing, but there's important bits of dialogue that the sure. characters are still talking about. So like, there's a scene where, um, the police have come to uh, her house, and then she's she's walking. Um, you know, her sister is trying to ask the policeman something, but the score is still like, yeah, yeah. It was just like it was just it was really yeah. really distracting to me, and it did it didn't feel like it was it you know it fit some mm-hmm. of the uh, the tone of the movie. So yeah. yeah, I did get that, but you know, at that point in the movie, it wasn't too bad for me because the the whole movie felt like a parody, like yeah. somebody <laughs> parodied James Wan's work. Yeah, and so like a lot of the stylistic choices, the dialogue. So at that point, with the you know with the the score and all that mm-hmm. it just it, it didn't it didn't feel you know um it didn't feel as, as great so yeah o- overall um <clears throat> i thought it was very mediocre because it kind of almost went outside of what it's supposed to do and then it just kind of uh, went back in and it i don't think it was that bad or that good at all average i think for me it's a five out of ten it's very just you know in the middle yeah it's for me it's more of like a four, a four or a four point five Okay. Yes, yeah, slightly below average for me, mainly because of the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Just the cringeworthy, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's <laughs> it's so bad. But yeah. yeah, that that was um, that was my my thought on the movie. Yeah. Um, you can read. I I wrote a review for uh, there was some Chronicle, and I bet you can see that online or okay, in person cool. for people who um go to Richland. Um, but yeah, that that was my uh, those are my thoughts on the movie. Awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, we got movie news, don't we? Yeah. So, so yeah, we're go going to talk about a few stories that have been hitting, making the uh, making waves making in the entertainment waves. world. 
And uh, one of Wait, them... I just remember. Speaking of making weight, I just remember something. Uh-huh. It was stupid in the movie where he was communicating through the telecommunications or whatever, mm-hmm. and the flat screen TVs had static. The you know flat screen TVs don't have static. And same with the yeah. with the cell phones yeah. too. The smartphones had yeah. static also. I just remember yeah. that. And 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 for some reason, like um, controlling somebody's phone or something that has radio frequencies, like a radio or mm-hmm. somebody's phone, that's that's on a telecommunications network. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the lights are flickering. Sure. Yes. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's why I was like, I had a problem because they don't really explain how these, the the supernatural phenomena works. So, Mm. yeah. But But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I just remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, one of the the biggest stories hitting the news was the casting news for... uh, Mario. uh, Mario. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was, uh, that was... Wow, that that really caught me off guard. Yeah. Um. So, do you have the the cast by any chance? Do you have it? Uh, you pull yeah. It up? So, yeah. obviously, the big one is Chris Pratt mm-hmm. as Mario. So, what what are your thoughts on that? Well, I just like a week before that news came out, I watched Tomorrow War for the first time, and I was just like, I never want to see Chris Pratt in anything again. Yeah. But I guess I'm gonna have to because he's gonna be Mario. Um. I don't know what he's gonna do. I don't know if he's gonna do an accent. Where he's gonna play like himself, or like well, he's he he can voice act. He's done yeah. Emmett from Lego Movie, but well, he doesn't sound like a Mario. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but it is it is very much. He did the uh, the 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 teaser on his on his social media where it's like it's me, Mario. Did he actually do? That? I did it, and it was so bad. Can you play that actually? <laughs> it was so bad, but um. Yeah, the big casting news was uh, Chris Pratt as as Mario. It feels like, um, and you were talking about Tomorrow War, it's almost like these studios, it's like, oh, who's in a popular franchise? Oh, Mm -hmm. let's get the Marvel guys, guys from Marvel, to do a lot of these films. Yeah. And they're really bad. They did the same with um, Chris Hemsworth and uh, Tessa Thompson in the... Oh, yeah, for Men in Black? Yeah, yeah for Men in mm-hmm. Black, which was also a very, very bad movie. Didn't care to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't watch it either. I was actually surprised. I saw it on cable, and um, mm-hmm. Rebecca Ferguson was on that. But oh, it's nice. just... Like uh, yeah, it is, she's really good. She's really mm-hmm. good in those... Uh, as Ilsa Faust in those Mission, Mission Impossible yes. movies. You know, this is this is why we're keeping him on the show, because he likes Mission Impossible as much as I do. Oh, okay? yeah. Incredible <laughs> main franchise. Reason. Main reason. Yeah, I, I came I came to the party. I came late to the party, so, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, Mario, um, let's see here. Yeah, what's the, what's, the, what's the cast? What's all that? Oh, so yeah. let's get to the cast first before we play that Chris Pratt video. So we have Chris Pratt as Mario. We have Anya Taylor-Joy. Mm-hmm. Fantastic actress, a very good actress. If um, any of you have seen uh, <laughs> the the Queen's Gambit or The Witch, incredible mm-hmm. performance in those. Yeah, she's a great actress. Uh, I don't know what she's doing on here, but we'll yeah, see. I mean, she's you know cashing in that check. I, I mean, good for her. I'm proud. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud. I mean, of her. when you're doing, you know, she's very much like uh, you know, like a very serious actress. So a lot she's of the in, movies, uh, an indie darling. Isn't yeah, she? she's yeah. in those. She, yeah, she's an indie darling, and so a lot of the movies that she's doing aren't. Um, always be you know she's doing uh, last night in Soho, which is Edgar Wright. I'm excited then, to see you know, that, yeah. So they're very much you know, yeah. So they're yeah. those types of movies. We have Jack Black as Bowser. Um, that could work, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I can see Jack Black doing that. Sure. I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, I haven't seen Jack Black in much. Kung Fu Panda. 
It's been a long time. Since I seen, okay, I, I saw that very recently. Yeah. He's, he's still great. Yeah, he's he's a uh, very um, he's been entertaining people on uh, on uh, whatever. On oh Instagram. yeah, he does, he does social media. I don't follow. So yeah, I don't I don't, I don't follow him too. But sometimes I see clips on my uh, yeah. explore page. He's a funny guy. So we have uh, Jack Black as Bowser, mm-hmm. and who else? Seth Rogen. Who's Seth he playing? Seth Rogen as. Huh. Donkey Kong was it? Y- yeah. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on one second. Yeah, right. Sorry. The, uh, they're, not, they're not showing. They're not showing all the. Uh... So on your toe, Joe Princess Peach, and then Jack Black, and then we have Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. which is I don't uh, strange. I don't like Seth Rogen at all. But how, how do you feel about Seth Rogen? Ooh. I like him. Okay. I like him. I like him in Superbad. I'm not I'm not a stan. Sure. But um yeah. I like him. He's what was the last Seth Rogen movie I watched? Sausage Party? <laughs> oh, not Sausage Party. <laughs> there are two good ones that I really like his performance. So he was good in fifty fifty. If I you do haven't like, seen that. I do like him in that, yeah. He was good in that and Very then good. he was good in um I that movie Superbad. he did with Charlize Theron. Um where Charlize is the is the vice president or the president? Yeah, no, don't have seen. And then she he's he's brought in as a writer for uh, right. Yeah, I never saw that. He's he's good in that. You'd okay. enjoy that. It's it's a funny 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 movie. So okay. you'd enjoy that. So we have Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong and Keegan Michael Key as Toad. I did not see that. What really? Yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting. That's hilarious. Toad. <laughs> Toad is my favorite Mario character. So you, you you're hoping that so, Mr. Key does him justice. <laughs> I mean, last what was the last animated feature uh, Keegan Michael Key did? He was Toy Story Four. He was right? Toy Story Four. Yeah. So he was good in that. Fine, I mean, yeah. it's a squeaky voice. I think he can pull it off. And Toad doesn't usually say much. Toad is a very expressive character. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know what I think they're gonna do? Mm-hmm. And you're gonna you're gonna hate this, but I think what they're gonna do they're gonna Get Toad. He's gonna look like all cute or whatever. But mm-hmm. then when he speaks, it's my, uh, Keegan Michael Key's voice. So it's kind of like they're gonna make it. Haha! Mm-hmm. It's funny because he looks so cute. He has an adult man voice. I think they're gonna do that. I actually do. <laughs> I hate when they do that in animated in animated yeah. films. Like it's one of my biggest problems, or why I didn't watch The Lion King. Not be- uh, just because it was a yeah. co- paste like copy and paste film. I didn't finish that. It was so bad. It's because yeah. a, a lot of those people aren't voice actors. Like when when I watch nope. Toy Story, it's not Tom Hanks. It's Woody. Woody. Yeah. So you're, you know, a lot of the best voice, you know, actors and actresses always create this new voice mm-hmm. for, you know, we've seen it with, um, there's a guy who's really popular. He does SpongeBob. Oh, I so the voice actors of SpongeBob and Mr. Krabs, mm-hmm. they have done so much work. Like yeah. I was watching Invincible recently. Oh, and yeah. I don't know if He's anyone has seen, like, yeah, yeah the, the actor who uh, voices Mr. Krabs was um, Damien Darkblood. He was a detective, right? He was a detective. Yeah, yeah. So, you, you know, but, like, man, like, we're with animals in Africa, and you're hearing Beyonce's, you know, Texan accent. She's from Houston. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, Childish Gambino, his very, like, kind of monotone. Yeah, sort of just, it, it's yeah. not, it's it's not great. Like, if you ask the average moviegoer, was was Jeremy Irons in The Lion King, they wouldn't be able to tell you because you can't no. recognize that it's Jeremy Irons. So, I hate when films do that where you just... When somebody's talking, it's mm-hmm. Chris Pratt. It's not. Yeah. It's not the you know. So I, I don't know. Um, I yeah. I do another thing. Another actor, which I mean, something someone that maybe 
I'm more familiar with, maybe more people are familiar with, uh, Mark Hamill. He's really good at voice acting. Oh, yeah. He does so many different voices oh, that yeah. you can never tell. You oh, know? yeah. So that's a good one. Mark Hamill is, is incredible. There's uh, there's a guy, I forgot his name, but he's in, he's in, um, he's in Pulp Fiction. You know when uh, Samuel Jackson uh, shoots... You know, he does, you know, the big, the Bible verse. And yeah, then he yeah, shoots yeah. that guy. There's a black guy in there. And that guy is incredible. Really? Um, he did. He's a guy. He's like an actual big name. He, like He's not a big name. Oh, and voice acting. He's one of like, you know, the uh, the the veterans. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But I, I just, I like actors and actresses like that who, who make a, a brand <clears throat> new voice that's distinct. They, you know, they copy, and that's a very underrated thing. It's, I think, also like what un- Andy Circus does really well. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. He's just incredible with the, you know, f- to go from Gollum and then playing uh, what's the guy who plays in Star Wars, Snoke. Yeah, it's Snoke. Yeah, and then uh, Caesar, Planet of the Apes. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, and then uh, for some reason, yeah. King Kong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the The actor's name is uh, Carrie Payton. Um, for those of you who don't know, he vo- he voiced Aqualad in the Young Justice animated you know uh, show. Okay, he okay. did uh, Cyborg in the original Teen Titans, not oh, the sick. the campy version. He was in um, the Walking Dead. The guy with the white hair, the white dreads. I bet a lot of a lot of people still watch the Walking Dead, but he is just incredible, just mm-hmm. incredible at. Um, there's also you know Tar- Tara Strong. Mm-hmm. I would have gotten her. For one of those roles, because she's so iconic. I mean, Timmy yeah. Turner, mm-hmm. you know, just just so many, so many good characters that she's done. Mm-hmm. Like Raven, um, Raven from the Teen Titans, Batgirl in Batman the Animated Series. Nice. Um, she was Harley Quinn in the Arkham games. Oh, cool. She's Bubbles in the Powerpuff Girls. She's Ben Tennyson in Ben 10. She's uh, Ben 10? That's yeah, crazy. Man. She's she's just, she was my childhood. Yeah, Jesus Timmy Christ. Turner, Ben 10. It's just incredible how many yeah. you know uh, voices that she's done. But you'd never know that it's her. So she is just incredible. These are the veterans that I we would need, be getting. Yeah, we need more. I don't know. Because celebrity voice acting... It's so overrated. It's so overrated. And like, I don't get why we don't go back. Because, like, yeah, for, like, shows, we have voice actors. Mm-hmm. But, like, for big movies, we always mm-hmm. get, like, the biggest names. Mm-hmm. Let's get, like, Annie. I don't get why Annie is in this freaking cast. I don't mm-hmm. I really. This is so, like, weird to me. Like, at, anyway, yeah. Yeah, I get I that. It's kind of like, uh, I didn't watch Space Jam, but I, I saw a lot of criticism leveled at Zendaya. It's mm-hmm. that it's, she's not. It's not the voice of Lola Bunny. It's you know like kind of you know how like with every generation you keep the uh, the voice tones of yeah. each character. So Jim Cummings isn't the only actor to voice Winnie the Pooh. Sure, but Winnie the Pooh has always sounded a certain way. Same thing with Mickey Mouse has always yeah. sounded a certain way. And then for Lola Bunny, and they just for, got generic. They like, just got Zendaya, yeah. who's a popular young person. We just get yeah. and so it's just her. And they did they did a good job like kind of d sexualizing her like not like sure yeah putting her in this all yeah. this you know so she was a very She's, you know but i feel like because isn't there's like a looney tune show going on right now isn't there uh I'm i think pretty so, sure yeah. there is and i'm pretty sure they have like a desexualized lola and she still has a regular voice so they could have still done it i don't yeah. i don't get it yeah but yeah i, I would have gotten a lot of these uh animation um you know veterans mm-hmm. just just to do it i i think do you think this movie is just going to be, you know, those big actors are just uh, going to almost dub the original movie that will be released in, like, Japan? Mm. 
I mean, or do yeah? I I don't know. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, C- yeah, because it it could be that where it's just hey, we're gonna we'll have to see from the promotional material yeah. that they release, um, you know, later on. But yeah, like you look at, I think a, a really well done one was uh, Invincible. Mm-hmm. You look at Invincible and <laughs> those are celebrity just, voices. Those, those are yeah, celebrity yeah, yeah, voices, but those are really good actors. Yeah, Invincible. Those, those are. I mean, you look at Stephen Yoon, J.K. Simmons, uh, Jillian Jacobs, Jacobs, Sandra yeah. Oh from. Uh, is she in Grey's Anatomy? No clue. She's not in Grey's Anatomy. She's in uh, one of those hospital shows with Catherine Heigl. Oh <laughs> yeah, they're they're um, those are interchangeable. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Hamill, Zazie Beetz. Mark. It's just incredible. Like, uh, I don't yeah, know. Zazie Beetz wasn't she? Um, what's Atlanta. She's in Atlanta. No, no, she's also she, Domino. She invincible in, though. Invincible. She was uh, Amber. She was Amber, right? No, yeah, is that the Abby? worst she, character in Invincible? I thought she was fine. She was awful. She was okay. Okay, I, we, we're not gonna go into like a full yeah. thing here because we're running out of time. But, yeah. <laughs> but I do want to say I thought Amber was fine. Yeah. And I think that decision was a little weird, but I got it. Okay. Yeah, she <laughs> was. Okay, she probably wasn't awful, but she was just. Um, she was annoying. She uh, Invincible at it at its worst was when she was. You know, she was playing that nagging. Didn't really have mm-hmm. much to do except nag. Maybe the, you're the just sexist, Davis. I'm not sexist. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not sexist. <laughs> but it just felt like, you know, oh, I already knew that you had powers and I knew about your secret identity, yeah. but I was still spoilers for invincible. Everyone, spoilers for invincible. <laughs> but uh, back to the, you know, uh, to the Mario casting mm-hmm. news. Like, I mean, there are a lot of great actors that you can get here. For a lot of people who don't know, there's just great actor called. Um, Kevin Michael Richardson, who's also this animation veteran, and he's done so many good, like Jabba the Hutt oh, in, really? okay. in, uh, in the Star Wars, uh, the Clone Wars show, um, the Green Lantern, Kilowog. He's just oh, done, nice. you know, so many, so many good shows. So I think that's who they should have gotten for this animated show. John Stewart in, you know, um, Green Lantern. He's just just got this incredible. Oh, he was John Stewart. Nice. Yeah, he was John Stewart. He just got this incredible filmography so it'll just be interesting to uh to see what they do how long it's going to be it's it's going to be an uh, illumination um oh that's movie that's not good so <laughs> that's not yeah good i've 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 only seen one minions movie which is kind of their marquee franchise mm-hmm. um they also have uh, there's another movie that was wasn't it the emoji movie that came from that illumination was that was that was sony oh that was sony <laughs> Yeah, Sony can make equally as bad movies. Yeah, Sony, Sony, it should just stick to PlayStation. Yeah, um, which is interesting because their PlayStation games have award-winning stories, but their they're movies amazing. Are yeah, and then I, I'm not like much of a gamist myself, mm-hmm. but uh, um, from what I've seen, they did pretty good. Anyway, any more movie news before we wrap up? Well, they released a. I know you're. I don't know whether you're familiar with this, but they released a, um, an image. Um, the first look of the HBO um, Last of Us adaptation. I don't know what the. Oh, it was like it was like it was like Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. And, and who else was it? I don't know what her name is. <laughs> yeah. I had to look it up. It was, but I she saw, was really I saw good. the image for like two seconds last night for the mm-hmm. first time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I'm I'm very excited for that. Okay. It's it's uh, it's being produced or the showrunner is uh, Craig Mazin. Who? What else did he do? Chernobyl. 
Oh, okay, I heard HBO. that one's good. Yeah, so yeah. So that was that was a great, great show. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite, one of the best limited series to come out in the last few years. Nice. Um, we're getting ramped up for the fall, you know, uh, movie and TV show oh, season. I am so ready. So I am so Succession ready. Succession is coming back. I don't know uh-huh. whether anybody has seen Succession. Probably, in my opinion, the best show on television. Yeah, I don't watch much TV, but I should. TV right. is amazing. Yeah. It's surpassing movies. I mean, yeah, I like I like Breaking Bad a lot, you know. It's, it's and a, I like all yeah. that stuff. So. It's it's just surpassing movies. I mean, you look at the uh the main protagonists that we've had in the last few years, Don Draper, Tony Soprano, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, Walter White, all these incredible characters, Game of Thrones, just TV. Yeah. Um, you know, I was I was seeing a lot of the Dune reviews and people were talking about just how much better Dune is as a, as a television series because uh, oh no, I'm so excited for Dune. Don't tell me that. I'm yeah. so excited for the movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's always been a thing. I mean, Dune always mm-hmm. looks like something that, like, you look at Star Wars, like mm-hmm. The Mandalorian, how successful it was because it is this week to week adventure. Mm-hmm. You have miniature arcs. You have time to build out these sure. characters. And if you have a good budget, like with a big studio like Disney, or you saw Lord of the Rings paying Warner half Brothers. a billion. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Warner Brothers, yeah. um, but the, I think the biggest one is like um, Amazon. You look at like The Expanse. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. How beautiful that show looks, like the budget that they get mm-hmm. on those, like The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is yeah. a primetime show. It's it's mm-hmm. not really a you know big audience is watching that. Half a billion dollars for yeah. uh, for Lord of the Rings, which I'm super excited to I watch I hope that's that. good. Oh, I, I really hope, hope it's that's good. good. Yeah. Even if it's not good, just watching the world and like, you know, such a huge production mm. budget it's it's much better so i'm super excited um for those yeah. of you who haven't played the last of us games they're amazing mm-hmm. um, do you like the second one i know that's like a controversial one do you like controversial the one? one i really do okay I good really do. yeah nice it's a lot of people call that the last jedi like it's almost last sure. jedi ask but i think it's better than the last and also jedi. he's also staying here because he also likes the last jedi just like me so yeah. you know we're, yeah. we don't have to we're, fight we're about similar, it yeah we don't have i to fight yeah about it. I recognize people's criticisms of it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I still enjoyed the movie. Me too. Um, it's almost like the anti-James uh, Wan malignant movie whereby yeah. a lot of the uh, the decisions sometimes aren't great, mm-hmm. but the movie is well-directed. The dialogue is good. Technically, it's a very well-made film. Yeah. But I, I just, I'm super excited for The Last of Us. Pedro Pascal, I was a little shy you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was a little doubtful with this casting, but I mean, HBO has proved us, you know, me wrong so many times and brought forth so many actors. I mean, to cast Regina King in the in the Watchmen TV show and for her I, to pull no, that I off. really want to see that. I'm gonna watch that soon because I read the comic and the show looks amazing. It's so I can't, incredible. I can't wait to watch the that. production budget on those. It's mm-hmm. you know how they bring those worlds to life. But yeah, I'm just super excited to that. Mm-hmm. So I th- I think. The first they said the first um the first game is gonna you know uh be the the first the first season is yeah. gonna cover the first game. I don't know whether they'll do two seasons for the first game because the first game is a little expansive. So yeah, it'll maybe be maybe if they see. if they um if they adapt the second game, maybe people will like kind of be like, okay, the story can be done yeah. well. I, like I said, I haven't played the games or anything, but well, the games aren't think. also finished. I do think there's gonna be a Last of Us three because it sure. did end of end on kind of like a cliffhanger mm-hmm. um, but, um you know for those of you you know who have heard a lot about you know the controversy of the last of us 2 it was more so like star wars a lot of the decisions um mm-hmm. you know i'll just go ahead and spoil it right here the the death of a major character oh which my was God. so sudden yeah um so it was kind of like that you know what they did did to luke um but 
the risks it took are just so unseen in the medium mm-hmm. of storytelling that I, 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 I mean, I gave the, I gave the game, you know, an 8.5. Sure. I didn't call it a masterpiece like a mm-hmm. lot of people. I didn't call it terrible. I still think it was a really good game. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as the first one. The sure. first one is a masterpiece. It's yeah. just, it's too it's perfect. good. It's too good. So I'm really, really excited right. for that game. Is, uh, is, I mean, for that uh, mm-hmm. TV show. I wonder when it will be out. Um, but is there anything else that you're excited for this uh, fall? Um, yeah, so like we're running a little a little overtime, mm-hmm. but um, I just want to go through some releases that I'm definitely gonna try to watch uh, mm-hmm. during this season because you know mm-hmm. we're ramping up. We're getting a lot of movies these next few months. But uh, Titan, you heard of Titan? No. Have you seen Raw by any chance? That no, French no, movie? No. Have you heard of it? No. No. Okay. Well, Raw. It's like this French movie directed by. Uh, Julia something I, I can't say her last name, yeah. but I really like that movie. It mm-hmm. Came out back in like 2018, I believe 2017. Make sure to check that out. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I, it was on Tubi for a while. I don't know if it still is, but yeah. So she's coming out with a new movie this year mm-hmm. called Titan. She's mm-hmm. her stuff is crazy. Like it's mm-hmm. really weird and like insane. Oh, I did hear about Raw. Okay, uh, yeah, it was it premiered at the at the at the film festival. Can yeah yeah, I did hear about Raw. She's the one who does almost like. ASMR like ask whereby she uh she amplifies people eating oh really okay. little things and I've heard a lot of people I didn't notice that. that when I saw it probably because I was watching it on my little TV but oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. but yeah but yeah so Titan I'm really excited for that one and there's also Lamb from A24 oh yeah I'm really excited for that yeah. and uh No Time to Die yeah. the 007 movie the big uh, ones Dune yeah Wes Dune is Dune is back. my most anticipated movie yeah. of the whole year I Wait, swear to God I have to see that in IMAX yeah I, I'm going to too yeah I'm definitely yeah. gonna try uh um, Last night in Soho. Last night in Soho is a big one. Come too. on, come on with Joaquin Phoenix. You heard of it? No. Oh yeah, I did. I did see the with, show. With Joaquin. Um, yeah, House yeah. of Gucci. I, I might try. We'll see it's about crazy. it. Crazy House of Gucci. Yeah. Spider Man no for, uh, for the last duel. <laughs> nope. I'm not gonna watch it. Oh, <laughs> watch it. I feel like it's gonna be a comedy. It's gonna be yeah. so fun. I'm just not a. Two Ridley Scott movies in a year. That's crazy. Yeah, two Ridley Scott movies, but it's, man, it's Matt Damon and... Uh, Adam Driver. And Adam Driver. I mean, it's more so Matt Damon, a guy from Boston in uh, Victorian-era mm-hmm. England. Adam, Adam Driver looks better. Yeah, Adam <laughs> Driver's a better casting. I'm more so excited for Jodie Comer. And oh, yeah. controversial opinion, I think Jodie Comer should be Harley Quinn. Yo. She's a better actress Ooh. than Margot Robbie. She's sure. a better... Margot Robbie looks a lot like the character, sure. but... Jodie Comer, if anybody doubts me, go watch Killing Eve. Okay. It is scary mm-hmm. how good she is, like how she can go from almost, I think she could pull a Heath Ledger version, and that's okay. a lot, Heath Ledger coming from like just her acting ability to go, because in, in the show, she plays a psychopath. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm like Harley Quinn, I, I haven't really liked Harley Quinn at all in the movies. I think she's like either bad to okay so i mean do you think like jodie comer would handle that well well i think jodie comer would revert her to her roots which is she's crazy people forget she's crazy and she's a psychopath Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. these movies everybody if you ask the average person on the street they'd say harley quinn is a hero or an anti she's not an anti yeah she's evil she's (laughs) evil she does horrible things they make harley quinn and the new ones like like uh like uh like a sexy criminal kind of thing like this almost she's 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 not she's not poison ivy yeah eco terror no she is you know so i i think you know for anybody who doubts killing eve yeah 
uh, somewhat of an average show, but her mm-hmm. performance is in that. And it's basically her and Batman, played by Sandra Oh, who's hunting her down. So. Nice. Yeah, uh, that last duel, I'll I'll be I'll be on the lookout for that. All even right. if it, it, it's a that. terrible, <laughs> terrible Ridley Scott movie, you know, because yeah. he's somewhat past his prime. But any other releases? Uh, no Way Home, of course. No Spider-Man. Way Home is um, going to be fun. Matrix Four. I'm not watching that. Uh, no, I mean I I enjoyed the first one. Um, <laughs> I'm not like a big Matrix fan or anything. Yeah, I'm not but, a big Matrix guy. But like I don't know, I rewatched the first one and like it's like fun, you know. And it's like, why not? I'll watch it at home. Uh, because nah. I mean, yeah, the, the concept is very. It's some some movies. Mm-hmm. The concept can only take you so far. I don't know what else you're going to try and milk from that yeah. movie. It's like, oh, we turned the Matrix back on. Yay! Yeah, I'm. It's it's probably going to be bad. There's no reason to believe it's going to be good because the Wachowskis not, haven't made anything good in so I mean, long. I mean, I mean, I saw the trailer and the opening shot of that city. Mm-hmm. It looks like a PlayStation 2 game. It, the yeah. CGI in this new movie yeah. looks worse than a movie from 20 years we'll ago. We'll see, though. We'll see how John Wick does. I mean, I mean Matrix. I mean... Uh, <laughs> oh, John uh, Wick. I'd take that right now over a Matrix movie. Yeah, me too, I think. Yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, December 25th, uh, The Tragedy of Macbeth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. Joel Cohen yeah. and uh, Denzel Washington. We'll finally get awesome. to see who's the better director. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Who's the one who usually is like directing on his own? Is it usually Ethan? I I think it's Joel who's usually on his own, right? He's yeah. done two or three movies on his own. Yeah. Because Joel is the one who's married to. Uh, well, who made Fargo? McDormand. Who made Fargo? I think it was both of them. It wasn't one of them, was it? No. What they always write together. They no. Yeah. Write. No. Joel Joel directed it on his own. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, no. So maybe he's the. Uh... Yeah, I think Joel Cohen. He's usually the one that directs on his own, but they always write together at least. Um, but yeah, yeah. Should put them together and get the same release date, and we should see who's the better. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Who's the better director? God, but, uh, can you yeah. imagine how that, that that would probably tear a family apart? To be honest, oh yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, just it would just be yeah. But yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'd really love for you to uh, watch Succession. Maybe um, if if you do, because it's it's short. It's a couple of episodes. Is it just one season, season so far? Two. Two. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool and cool. it's not it's not like, you know You know, I'll watch Watchmen first. How about that? Yeah. For okay. sure. <laughs> okay. We'll 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 do maybe a little you know, we can do a Watchmen revisited. Um sure. but yeah, if if you know, if there's any other shows that we'll be watching, um mm-hmm. for anybody who's seen Sex Education, third season was awesome. All right. Not as good as the first two, but yeah, sure. I'll, I'll it'll be exciting to talk about all of the fall the major cool. fall releases. And I'll be back. My name is Davis. It was amazing. This is my yeah. first show. No, that's yeah, great um, having you. Thank you, you for everybody. I'm sorry I came in with a lot of hot takes on nah, the first cool. first episode. Yeah, I don't really do many hot takes on here because you know I'm I'm still I'm still kind of new. It's, you yeah, know, it's still new. Yeah, yeah. I mean. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I guess y'all know I like the Last Jedi too. So you know, suck it. I guess. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> so it's now both of us in the mud, and usually yeah. we have the same op- opinion. So I've mm-hmm. kind of thrown my dirt, you know, onto <laughs> yeah. you. So yeah, but I really um, appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you so much. My name is Davis. My I name is Nico. We'll be back. And uh, yeah, I uh, uh, can't wait for Dune. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>